Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. For this episode of the podcast, host Bill Hodges welcomes back Stephen Butch Whitehead, National Commander of the Disabled American Veterans Organization, better known as the DAV. Commander Whitehead is making his second visit to the podcast. Today, he discusses the mission of the DAV and how veterans and their families can get help in multiple ways from the organization. He also talks about the upcoming DAV National Convention starting July 31st in Tampa, Florida. Among the highlights will be a pre-convention job fair scheduled for July 28th and a day of inspiration with a variety of speakers highlighted by one Medal of Honor winner. Admission to the convention is only $25 for DAV members. Stick with us to hear about more of the events and how you can register. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And I have a very special guest with me today. We've had on the air with us before, and he's got so much to share that we're going to have to really compact it to get it into the time period. I had with me Butch Whitehead, who is the commander of the DAV, or Disabled American Veterans. And I guess it's it's Stephen Butch Whitehead, but you prefer Butch, so we'll go with it that way. That sounds good, Bill. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, with every broadcast, we suggest that you have pencil and paper ready because there might be web addresses, there may be information you're gonna wanna write down. But again, If you don't write it down, you'll be able to go to the archives and you'll be able to see the broadcast in another couple of weeks after it's aired on the first four stations. So, Commander Whitehead, welcome to the program. Well, thanks for having me, Bill. I'm looking forward to our our conversation here and sharing all the great information about the DAV and what we're doing. Well, as you know, I am a life member of DAV, and I guess we need that disclaimer put out there so people know what I'm talking about. But I had a DAV representative take me through and help me file my first claim. And when I got my check for that first claim, I took it and bought a life membership and never looked back. It's been a wonderful experience to be a part of the group. I try to be active in our chapter here. Chapter 110, by the way, Sun City Center. Give us an overview of what the Disabled American Veterans actually is. For sure, Bill. Uh, DAV is a leading nonprofit that provides a lifetime of support for veterans of all generations and their families. We've been doing this for many years now. Actually, we just celebrated 100 years of doing providing this service. And one thing I want to make sure I point out, Bill, it's free service to veterans. Any veteran that needs help with their benefits or things like that, this is a service that's offered, the DV offers to all the veterans at free at no cost to that veteran. 
Each year, the DAV, we assess more than 1 million veterans in a positive and life-changing ways by helping them access the healthcare, education, and disability benefits they've earned because of their service to our country. DAV understands the needs of the veterans because DAV's leadership and the 1 million members are veterans ourselves. You know, the interesting thing, and you point that out right off the top, you don't have to be a member to be helped because I wasn't when I was first helped. I joined because of gratitude to the organization. Absolutely. You know, that's so critical. Our veterans need to understand is, while the DAV, we are a membership-based organization, but the service that we provide to it is actually for all veterans. You know, men and women alike, all across the country, you don't need to be a member. Now, we encourage anybody that we help to maybe also come back and just like you did, Bill, become a life member. Because in the day, when you become a life member of the DAV, you're also helping other veterans because that money that you're paying for membership, that goes to helping the DAV provide services to veterans across the country. Well, I, I think the government now sends me a check every month. <laughs> Sending one back to you to help out is not a bad deal. And you're part of us helping that over 1 million members, Bill, by you joining, you're part of us being able to help that 1 million members a year. How does one find a DAV chapter in the various areas of the country? Well, Bill, you know, the easiest way is if you go to www.dav.org, you can find a local chapter right there by clicking in. There's an actual zip code box right there on the, on the homepage. And you can type in your, uh, it actually brings it to your closest service officer, but also be able to help you identify some of the chapters in their area as well. We always use the term VSO, and that's Veterans Service Officer. And correct. those are volunteers, correct? Well, we have volunteer veteran service officers. And then the, the national level, we do have some paid national service officers and these are paid actually employees of the DAV that we put through about 18 months worth of training and education to ensure that they're doing it the proper way and the right way. Because constantly, you know, as you know, Bill, the government, they're constantly changing how we do things. <laughs> but we make sure that our national service officers are up to speed on any of the processes and all that. So when we're actually helping our veterans, they're getting the best quality of help that you possibly can get. I'm sorry that I laughed when you said that, but right now I'm working on a program with the uh, Blue Water Navy bill that just went through and okay. seeing all the changes that are oh, being made as a result of that. And a lot of people who are older, served in Vietnam, filed, said, no, you don't qualify, aren't even gonna know what Congress has done. And it's not the VA. I think that's an important thing. It's not the VA that counts you out. It's Congress. Congress decides what's eligible and what isn't. Well, it goes both ways, Bill. You know, obviously the VA is actually, there's two different parts of the VA. There's the healthcare and then there's the benefits side. And we have to make sure that the VA benefits side of it is in line with what we're actually advocating for as well. And you're right. Most of the changes need to go through Congress to make the changes, and especially what you're talking about the Blue Water Navy veterans and how the VA is coming out and finally getting after uh, reviewing and relooking at those claims. The VA benefits side, they need to make sure that they are actually interpreting the laws where they're currently written. And if they're not able to do things, that's when the veteran service organizations need to go to Congress and get Congress to change or add bills to make sure that all the veterans are getting the, the care that they deserve. You speak of going to Congress. What does your efforts to Congress look like? How many people do you have that do that? What do you do? How do you advocate for the veterans within Congress? 
You know, Bill, that's a great question. You know, we actually, the DAB, we have a little legislative team. And I say little because it's only a small group of people that's actually out in D.C. that's constantly working with the Congress and Senate staffers and our elected officials and ensuring that we are actually advocating for veterans of all vet, all eras. And, and, you know, a big one right now we're working with is actually a legislative team is really trying to get after the caregivers as well as the toxic exposure piece. And that legislative team that's out in D.C., they're working every day. I mean, there's a couple, you know, sometimes weekly that we're being asked to testify to Congress and or Senate on a certain issue or topic regarding veterans issues. You're talking about the burn pit, particularly? Yep. Let's talk a little bit about something that I'm very excited about because I live in the Tampa area and you're bringing the 2021 convention here to Tampa at the end of July. So let's talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. We're excited about, you know, obviously the change of the venue this year and making it, having it down in Tampa. You know, we just were down there a couple of years ago down in Florida. We're going back to Tampa and we're actually, the dates are July 31st through August 3rd. But this year we're actually doing something a little bit different. We're actually having a special event on July 29th to really bring people together. And it's really going to be, it's called a day of inspiration on July 29th. It's a day of inspiration that we're actually working with JW Marriott right there in Tampa. And we're actually having, we're actually having different speakers and we're actually going to have some uh, former soldiers and the first living medal of honor recipients there as well that day, kind of post 9-11 medal of honor. You know, it's interesting. I asked you, what does it cost for an individual to come to your convention because I've never talked with any national organization that didn't have some outlandish fee just to be able to walk through the doors. So I'm going to ask you that same question over again. What does it cost for me if I want to come to your convention to go there? Well, Bill, it's a great question because the fact of, you know, our conventions is informational. That's why we have the conventions. We bring our members there. The cost is actually $25. That much, huh? Really? Now, do I have to show my DAV card when I come through the door or? Yeah, there'll be a registration desk right there that, you know, obviously we ask that you actually check in and actually actually just show, they'll look you up in the membership system. So if you don't have your card on, they actually will have the computer systems there that they can look your information up right there as well. Now, can I make reservations ahead of time to come or do I just do it as I come in? You can actually, if you're actually just going to show up just to be the information piece, uh, Bill, and not be an actual voting member, you can just show up. If you are going to be a voting member and want to take part in some of the votes, you'll need to uh, pre-register and you can go to the DAV.org website and you can find all the information there on our website underneath the events tab and uh, get the information on how to register. Yeah, I just talked with our... VA, a few minutes ago, the Veterans Volunteer Services Group, because we have a VA van that we raise the money for and drive our vets back and forth. And I thought, gee, that'd be great to load it up, bring it down to the convention. But they said, no, can't do that. You don't use the van for transport patients back and forth. Ask them if they'd send a doctor down there. But they said, (laughs) no. That's a good one. No, and that's right. He's right. Because that van, that van has a purpose. And that purpose of that van is to transport veterans to and from the medical appointments. So it's it's critical. We got to make sure the veterans are able to use that van to get to their appointments. We have a wonderful community here in that we have one gated community where a fellow died and left his money to the veterans group in that community. And with the performance that that money 
go to a van to transport back and forth to our local clinic. And we were worried with our DAV chapter, we now go all the way down to Haley, which is about a 45 minutes to an hour drive, how we were gonna cover the clinic too. And the two communities now are working together. So our vets can go to the clinic or go downtown either way. And they've got free transportation. You know, Bill, that's great. I'm glad you talked about that because one thing I wanted to do a big shout out is, and that is to our volunteers. If it wasn't for our volunteer and in particular the volunteer drivers for the program you're talking about, that program for the DAV would not be what it is today. And that is the best transportation program of getting veterans to and from their medical appointments at no cost to the veteran again. Again, you notice that uh, catch there, the service that we provide to the veterans is at no cost to the veterans. So that van program, big shout out to all the volunteer drivers that we have out there and are actually helping the DAV get our veterans to the healthcare. Let's go back to the convention a little bit. If I want to come or any of our chapter members want to come to that day of inspiration, there's no charge for it either, correct? That is correct. That's amazing. I, I have to admit, that is just amazing. I'm sure a lot of our veterans, by the way, here in Hillsborough County in Florida, we have the third largest veteran population of any county in the United States. Wow. I think we have 104,000 vets and a lot of them are DAV people. Yeah. Because they're older and we've got problems. Well, Bill, I want to make sure you make a shuttle then. And so obviously the day that July 29th event, the scheduled time actually is from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And again, the location is at the JW Marriott, Tampa Water Street. And lunch is on your own at all these days, correct? Yep, that is correct. There's no meals involved. You no, no meals. Pack, it's all pack a sack lunch or, or go to somewhere downtown. <laughs> I'm down. sure there's plenty of restaurants down there. I'm sure there's plenty of restaurants too. The final thing that I wanted to talk to you about was the volunteerism, and you brought it up a little bit. How does the DAV use volunteers, and how do you train your people? Well, the, the volunteer service is actually a national network, you know, that we are, we're building. You know, anybody can be a volunteer, and that's where it's so critical for us to always push out there that you don't need to be a veteran to be part of our volunteer program. Anybody can volunteer you know, and we'll highlight the, you know, the transportation piece. We've been actually doing the transportation uh, volunteer program since 1987. Uh, that's when we started this partnership with the VA and the DAV. Over 600,000 rides each year that we provide. And that's wow. because of volunteers that are driving those vehicles to and from the VA, VA medical appointments. You know, how do you get involved? Go to the DAV again. The website, a lot of information are there in the website, the DAV.org website, and you can click on the volunteer tab and it'll take you right down the process how you can get involved to volunteer either with the transportation program or even just helping a veteran that's in our database that needs particularly uh, maybe some yard work and things like that. They can get involved by just going there and uh, registering with our system there saying that they want to be a volunteer. Now, your service officers, though, actually go through training. That is correct. Every year. Yep, every year. All of our veteran service, our, our service officers that are out there, the chapter service officers, as well as department service officers, they have to go through annual training every year to make sure that we're actually teaching them all of the, uh, the right changes and the right forms and stuff like that to make sure when they're out there talking to veterans, they're giving the right information. And they do that through their local chapter of DAV, Correct. Yep. So each state does things a little bit different. Some of them do it through the chapter and some of it goes through the actual state program or the department program. So in, in cases like Florida, there's a chapter through the department that does all the training every year. 
One thing we should give is the DAV website again. It's real easy, DAV.org, right? That is correct. It's really simple. It's www.dav.org. And if people want to know more about the convention, there is a spot on that website that they can go to. In fact, I have right here in front of me a complete list, or it's marked tentative right now. Yep. But, but a complete list of all the events for the days. And so you can really take a look at that, decide what days you want to go down. Uh, I'm going to go down. I've already talked to Todd about it. I want to be there. And by the way, you also have a trade show. I, I guess trade show is not the word. You have a vendor show. Is that correct? That's correct. It's more of a vendor show, Bill. And that's actually some of our partners that we partner across the country with. We give them an opportunity to come in and kind of highlight the services or the partnership that they have with the DAV. We allow them to come in and have a display so all of our members can get a chance to meet some of these great corporations that are there supporting the uh, DAV. I, I enjoy those trade shows. And I'm going to use the word trade shows because that's what everybody understands. But a yep. vendor show, it's always great. You meet some nice people. You learn a lot. You see what's available. And I just can't thank you enough for taking your time to be on the show with me. Absolutely, Bill. You know, one thing I'll highlight there is because you learn, you brought up a great point when you use the word trade show, but these vendors, what they actually do, you're able to learn more about a particular thing because there's only so much you can get when you read an email or read a pamphlet, but you have right. a particular questions. You can go and actually talk to somebody face-to-face -face and ask the particular question that affects you as an individual. So you're 100% correct, Bill. That's a great opportunity to maybe go learn a little bit more about things. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today has been Stephen Butch Whitehead, who is the commander of the DAV and nationally. And he's been on before. You just did a job again, perfect, exactly like I needed it. Thanks for being with me. And thanks for your staff for all the effort they put into getting us together. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you again soon on Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.